This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 80. We are getting nearer and nearer that 100 mark. Anyway, in today's show I speak to Dan the Man about stuff that annoys British people because, you know, we like to complain. Anyway, remember all of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com. So after you listen, go there, learn it, use it, and that's it really. One more last thing to say, happy listening. Dan the man, how are you today? I'm very well, how are you? Always fantastic, Dan. Have you taken any of the advice from Mother Teresa that we spoke about last week? Uh, I haven't, no, have you? Not from Mother Teresa, but a little bit of advice from Mother Nature, okay? Two great okay. mothers. Okay, what was the advice you took? Um, it's cold, basically, so wear more clothes. Long johns, I had a picture of that on Facebook. For people that didn't see, that's like the trousers under trousers. Only for men, though. Hey, Dan. Yeah, you looked ridiculous. Why were you wearing those? It was cold, Dan. I also have a cold. Maybe you can um, hear, I don't know. My voice yeah. is a bit strange. I didn't want to draw attention to it, to be honest. Mm, well, when he says there, draw attention, he's not going to draw a picture. He means to bring attention to it. But I went to work anyway, Dan. That's me. I'm a real soldier. Yeah, with tights. Well, long johns, long johns. Um, anyway, Dan, how do we start the show? With a review. <sighs> oh, yeah. Um, I'm not going to ask you because I know you know, and I only ask you when there's the possibility of making you look stupid. So I'm not yeah. going to ask you. Um, so this review is on Facebook. Remember, Facebook reviews are open to everyone now, okay? Please leave us a review. Yes, thanks, Dan. Um, and it's from Roger Remy, and it says, Great podcast. I always enjoy the lessons, and I've never won a prize. Um, thanks for that, Roger. I imagine he's talking about the lessons in the secret group and the prizes for the competitions we normally have a prize of a lesson with dan don't we dan lessons are loose term <laughs> so when he says they're a loose term he means it's not accurate and we often use that for definitions dan's definitions though are never loose they always you know solid tight <laughs> tight exactly um anyway dan do you know what we're speaking about today there is the possibility you will look stupid now so that's why i've asked you okay uh, i don't know <sighs> Oh, yes, you look stupid. Um, we are talking about things that annoy the Brits. So the Brits, I mean British people. Um, anything in particular before we start, Dan, that annoys you? Or is the list too long? Oh, it's too long, to be honest. I can't, I can't even narrow it down. So, Okay. Um, nice term again there, to narrow a list down. Basically, to make it smaller. Um, so I've got some points here, Dan, and we can just discuss them and you can tell me if it fucks you off or not. What does fuck you off mean? Well, that's a strong way to say it annoys you. Yep, exactly. It's like piss me off, fuck me off. That's about it, I think. Anyway, so the first one, um, I got this list from a stupid website as always, but the first one is when people say that British food is shite. So shite is another word for shit. Does that piss you off, Dan? No. No? See, it, it, why? Maybe you haven't lived abroad long enough, Dan. It really, it gets to me. So it Why? gets to me. Again, it pisses me off. So I don't think it's true. I actually think 
that we have actually taken a lot from different cultures. And we actually, in England, you can eat anything you want now. Admittedly, I suppose our culture of food isn't great, but we've taken, you know, from other people. We're learning from other people, other countries. That reminds me of a story of a footballer um, for Leicester City who said that he didn't like foreign food. And when asked what was his favourite food, he said he liked Chinese, Indian and pizza. (laughs) Well, that's the brains of footballers for you. Um, Another example of a footballer, British footballer, Ian Rush, many years ago. um, He moved to Juventus, a team in Italy. And after about three months, he came back to England and he said, oh, it was terrible. It was it was like living in another country. Well, that's strange, isn't it, Ian? That Italy is like living in another country. Some people might say it is another country, but, you know, I don't know. That's footballers for you. That's footballers, exactly. That's why we didn't make it as footballers, Dan. We're too intelligent. Correct. And when I say that we didn't make it, what do I mean? Well, we didn't become successful yes often with used with footballers actually you say someone has made it also someone becomes famous someone has made it become successful but we will make it in the podcasting world Dan okay big time oh yeah baby um anyway so the next one is to not understand the concepts of rounds in a pub so explain to us Dan what is a round first Uh, So if you go to the pub with some friends and then one person goes and buys all the drinks for everyone and the next round, next turn, someone else buys all the drinks and it goes round until everyone's bought a drink for everyone. Yes, exactly. Everyone has to stay basically until everyone has finished. Um, Does that fuck you off, Dan? That fucks me off probably more than anything else in the world, to be honest. (laughs) I think if if poor round etiquette is unforgivable. Um, yes, I'm with you with that. And again, this is a strange, a, well, not strange, a different thing of living in Italy. They don't really have that culture. Not really a negative thing, I suppose. It's just different and something that is, well, that is strange, well, was strange for me because they see it as like a gift. If you say, look, I'll get you this drink, they say, okay, thanks. And then, not, again, not all of Italians, but some. I say, I'll get you this. They say, okay, thanks. And then we finish the drinks and I sort of look at them sort of saying, I'm a bit thirsty now. (laughs) You want to get up to the bar? (laughs) Yeah. And they just say, okay, good. Go and buy a drink then. You fucking bastard. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Yeah, I find that hard as well. Yeah, very hard to deal with. Um, And another thing, staying on this topic of beer, they do this here, which does fuck me off. You buy a beer... And they do not fill it up to the top. Like there is a couple of centimetres missing of beer. And I think, look, mate, I've paid for this beer. I've paid for a full beer. Okay, fill that beer to the top. Fill that motherfucker to the top. Yeah. (laughs) One of my friends works in a bar here in Toulouse. And he said that because obviously it's an English pub that he lives, he works in. He often fills the drink to the top like we would expect in England. But often French people will say, what are you doing? It's too high and ask him to tip some of it out. Oh, that, oh you would be arrested for that in England. There's yeah. too much beer in that glass. Can you just tip some of that out? So when he says tip some of it out, I'm making the action with my hand here, but you cannot see it. But literally to put it on the floor, let's say that that is disgusting, though. Um, so another one is staying on the topic of drinking again. Lots of things annoy us about drinking. I think this says something about our culture. It's the one thing we're good at. Yeah, exactly. Um, So when someone drinks too fast or slow, 
that's in the round and throws off the rhythm. So when I say it throws off, what do I mean, Dan? It disrupts. Exactly, yeah, it disrupts it or it confuses the rhythm of the round. But often those bastards are doing it deliberately so they can uh, either squeeze into a round, which they're not meant to be part of, or uh, save themselves some money. I, I used to know someone who would come to the pub and then if he'd seen a round had already taken place, he'd already, he would come to the pub, buy his drink, then come and see everyone, see the rounds, you know, the next person's going to buy the round, and then suddenly they'll neck their pint. <laughs> uh, so if you neck your pint, that's to drink it very quickly. Generally go, and they probably use your neck muscles. That's why it's called to neck a pint down. What do you think? Think that's true? I reckon it's just because you're throwing it down your neck. Well, I don't know. It could be true, though. It could be true. Um, so let's look at this other other point on the list, Dan. Mm-hmm. So this one is an important one, okay? Um, so let's say there's a pack of biscuits, Dan, okay? You're at a table, like people you, you don't even know so well. You always ask if you can take the last one. That's Thank you. you. I didn't even finish the point and you already said it. When there's only one biscuit left and you see someone take that biscuit without asking other people, I just think, you fucking ignorant bastard. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> he didn't buy me a round last week either. <laughs> exactly. Always the cheapskate. So what's a cheapskate, Dan? Someone who doesn't want to spend money. Yes, exactly. A cheapskate is probably also tight. Um, and a similar thing to this, this actually happened to me the other day. I was out for dinner. There was a, a group of people and one person said, should we get some water? And I was about to say, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he said to the pers- to the waiter, uh, one bottle of sparkling water, please. <laughs> no, I, tap. I, <laughs> I fucking hate sparkling water for a start. Why are you ordering for the table without asking everyone what they actually want? Do you think you're like the king of this table? Did you drink the water? No, I I would rather die of thirst than drink um, fizzy water. I just don't understand it. Water was fine. Who one day said, we've got water, okay, it's great. Let's drink this water. And then one person says, hmm, why don't we make this water fizzy? There was no need for that. The water was great in the first place. I actually love fizzy water. I think it's fucking... But I would ask. I would ask. Well, exactly. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I've got another one, Dan, which I know really, really bugs you. So, bugs to bug you is another way to say annoys you. When someone violates the etiquette, which is like the rules, let's say, of a queue. Oh, (laughs) there we go there's your reaction so remember a queue is when you are waiting for something in america they say line but we say queue and i know dan the man that that's just something too much for him i i respect the queue okay (laughs) for me that's unforgivable unforgivable you should go to hell and die for for jumping the queue it comes down to intellect i think if you can see that people are queuing up patiently and politely and then some bastard just walks right up to the front i hate it i really hate it it's actually well, annoyed I... me you put me in a bad mood thinking about it <laughs> um but again i think it's the same bastard that eats that last biscuit and the same yeah. bastard that orders water for the table without asking because they don't think about other people down they just think well you yeah. know i want to be at the front of the queue i'm going to the front of the queue i want this biscuit i'm having the biscuit Th- these are the sort of people that when you get off a train don't wait for you to get off. They just come steaming through. Oh, this fucks me off. Exactly. Notice there he said, get off a train. A phrasal verb we use for trains and buses, Dan. What phrasal verb do we use for cars? Do you know? 
jump, isn't it? Get out a car. Who jumps out a car, Dan? You want to kill yourself? I've jumped out a car. You you get out of cars. Um, but yes, I'm with you there, Dan. Um, and the special tactic that I despise, so despise is something that I really hate, um, is the, well, on Curb Your Enthusiasm, a TV program I love, he calls it the chat and cut. So in America, they say you cut the line. In England, we say you jump the queue when you go ahead of other people. So that's someone that starts a conversation with someone ahead of you in the line and then just stays there. And you think, yeah. you fucking bastard. Yeah. I would never say anything. I would just look at them menacingly from about five feet away. Yeah, exactly. And nice word there, menacingly, which means in like an intimidating way. Um, so the next one, again, this is, so, I think this is in all of the world, though. This is not really a British thing. Um, so when there are many spaces on the bus... And the space next to you is free. And then someone sits in that space. Well, what do you mean? I, I don't understand. So what? They just sit next to you on a bus. So you're an empty bus. There were, there were 10 free seats on the bus. The seat next oh. to you is empty. And then someone decides, okay, I'm going to get on this bus. I can see there are all of these free seats, but I'm going to yeah. sit on the one next to you. Well, I would think they're robbing me. So when he says robbing, he means stealing something from me. Um, I don't know. I I just think they're strange. Um, and then I feel embarrassed. If I then get up and go to another place, I think, well, this is embarrassing now. That's because you're too polite. We're too polite. That's the well, problem. Well, that's our problem, Dan. So there's another British problem. Um, so another one I've got on the list anyway is when people always say, if you're from basically Britain, they say you're from London. Does this annoy you, Dan? It's a bit more interesting for us because we are so close to London. Well, we come from a place so close to London. No, because I use that. I just tell people I'm from London because it's easier. You just want to seem cool, though, don't you, Dan? No, because if you start saying I'm from Chelmsford, it's near London, especially if, you know, obviously I can't speak French, so, you know, it's... It's just easy just to say London. Um, Yes, I understand what you mean. I have also done that in the past, I must admit. But, for example, when I was in New York once, I was with some people that were from... There was a person from Manchester, I think. People... There was a person from Scotland. And the barman was just calling all of us London. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I wouldn't want them being put in the same bracket as me. So when he says same bracket there, he means same category. Um, yes, it, it is slightly annoying. I, I mean, it's not so bad for us, as I said, because we are from somewhere near London. But again, especially here in Italy, I notice often people say, oh, you're English. Oh, I've never been to London. And I think, well, you don't even know where I'm from at the moment. Mm, yeah. You should say I've never been to England. But people just associate, you know, England directly with london so you know there's more to england than london isn't there not Dan? much more to it not uh, not much more but yeah. there is and that doesn't annoy me too much um no i think i've got bigger problems with queues to be honest <laughs> yeah i agree actually but let me ask you this dan of all the things we have spoken about today what annoys you the most i don't know it's it's a it's a close one between uh, the round situation and the cues. I would say the cues just because I can choose not to drink with people who are like that. But when I'm in a queue, I don't know who's going to cut it. <laughs> um, so again, when he says cut cut it, he means to like jump the queue, to go ahead. Um, yeah, my, mine is a toss-up. Um, so remember, we've had this before. A toss-up is like a 50-50 choice between um, the person that takes the last biscuit and 
again, I would agree with you with the probably the round situation because that that just makes my blood boil. So if something makes your blood boil, it makes you extremely angry. Yeah, I uh, and I always happen to be the because whenever I go to a bar, I like to get all that sort of tension out the way and say I'll buy the first round. So oh, I yeah, always exactly. buy the first round, and then what happens is. Everyone does a round, and then it comes to me again towards the end of the night. I know it's my turn. I buy another round, and then everyone goes. I agree with you. That is a problem. But it's difficult there because some people are like so drunk by then that they actually can't drink the rest of them. But I will always say to that person, I know you've bought me a drink, and next time we go out, I will buy you another drink. Make them aware that I'm aware and yeah. not just go without saying anything. Well, another thing that we do in England sometimes is at the start of the night, everyone will put in 10, 20 pound into a kitty and then yep. all the drinks come out of that. And I've known people at the end of the night when they want to leave early to ask for money out of the kitty because oh, they're going home. No. Oh, That's no. disgusting, isn't That's it? That's disgusting. So exactly, a kitty there is exactly what he said. When everyone puts money in, you can call it a kitty or a whip, often will pe- mm. people will call that. And then they take the money from the whip and buy the drinks. A good idea, actually, the solution to this problem. Well, you say that until someone says, at the end of the night, <laughs> I'm going early, can I have some money back? Um, I was trying to end on a positive note, Dan, but you've done the classic thing and finished on a negative which i'm actually happy about because that's more our style yeah absolutely okay well thanks for your time dan and i'll see you well tomorrow in the members area and next week on here yeah cool speak to you later see you later okay so that was dan the man and me speaking about what annoys british people let's look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary we had long johns which, remember, are the, let's say, trousers that men wear under trousers in the winter. They are generally not the most sexy thing. But if you still have difficulty understanding what I'm talking about, go to Facebook and there is a picture of me wearing a pair of long johns. One more thing about Facebook, I forgot to say. It's a bit of a bastard, Facebook, and it's made lots of changes so it's more difficult for you to see stuff on Facebook. So... There's a post actually on the page of what you need to do to make sure you see some rock and roll English posts. And obviously reviews on Facebook. Reviews are good. Okay, let's go on. Um, We had draw attention to something when Dan said he didn't want to draw attention to the fact that I have a cold. Which is another way to say bring attention, but more common actually. We had the um, term loose when Dan described a lesson with him as a loose term so if something is loose it is not tight for example if you buy a shirt it's too big for you you say it's a bit loose and we can also use this for definitions for example a loose definition which is not good obviously but we've got dictionary dan so we don't have that problem we had a phrasal verb to narrow something down in this case we were talking about a list to narrow the list down to make it smaller generally it's used for lists or people in competitions for example you need to narrow the people down you need to make the number of people smaller we had something um, fucks you off if something fucks you off it pisses you off which makes you angry it annoys you had the word shite which means shit basically but it's just a funnier way to say it Um, I also described the fact that when um, people say British food is shite, it gets to me. If it gets to you, it annoys you. It fucks you off. It's another way to say this classic term. Um, We had the term make it as well. If you don't make it as a footballer, 
You don't become successful, let's say. You can make it as anything, really. Um, but generally often is used with fame. So you can make it as an actor, make it as a footballer, make it as a podcaster, maybe, you know, fingers crossed. And um, we had the term rounds. We spoke about that a lot. Um, a round in a pub is when you go out with your friends and everyone buys each other a drink in the round. And we had the term tip out when you tip water or any liquid out of a glass again i'm doing this with my hand but you can't actually see it so that's a waste of time really if there's too much water in a glass you want to get rid of some what do you do you tip some out exactly we also had the term throw off when i said someone in the round who drinks too fast or slow throws off the rhythm they disturb it they confuse it often used for people actually um something throws me off what i was doing now i'm confused i can't remember we had to neck a pint well if you neck a drink it's to drink it very quickly like this dug, 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 dug. boom finish i'm actually not man enough to neck a pint Maybe one day I will learn how to do it. We had the term cheapskate. Someone who is a cheapskate is tight and doesn't like spending money. But tight is obviously the adjective and the noun is a cheapskate. Very much like Dan. And we had another term for something that annoys you when I said it really bugs me. If it bugs you, it annoys you. It fucks you off. It gets to you. All of the same thing. We had the phrase of verb, get off a train. Many I hear many people say, oh, I have to exit the train. Mm, you do not exit a train. You get off a train or get on a train, but you get out of a car. Remember the difference. We had the word despise, which is when you hate something a lot. And Dan also used the word menacingly. He said, I look at them menacingly. It's like I look at them in a horrible, aggressive way, let's say. Uh, we had toss up. Um, which is like a 50-50 thing. You say, well, I don't know who will win the Champions League. It's a toss-up between Real Madrid and Manchester City. Again, a football example. They just come so much easier to me. That's the thing. Sorry about that if you don't like football. Um, and we had the term blood boil. If something makes your blood boil, it makes you angry. And the last one was a kitty. A kitty is when people go out and they put all the money together to buy the drinks let's say and as i said you can also call it a whip anyway remember all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com go there have fun do the quiz and hopefully there will be no problems with the website this week but probably there will be so you know bear with us which means have patience people Okay, we will be back next week for the regular podcast and tomorrow for the full volume podcast. In the meantime, just keep on rocking, people. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.